Okay, on today's podcast, we are talking to Nemo, Pebbles, and Rockfish. They are the founders of the Wild and Wonderful Wednesday Dub3H3 Hash House Harriers, which is, if you're not totally familiar, your local branch of the international non-competitive running slash hiking social club. So, Nemo. Hey. Hey, thanks for being here. How's it going? Good. Pebbles is over there tending to Rockfish. I'm here. You're here? Okay, cool. Well, thanks okay. for being on the podcast. I'm yeah. really pumped that you're here, and I'm looking forward to learning about all these traditions and about what this group is all about. Yeah, and Rockfish is our baby, and we brought him for some reason. That's so. cool, man. That's cool. He's at the he's at the events also. Yeah. So, before we get into what hashing is, I'd like to know who I'm talking to. So, Nemo, tell me about your background a little bit. Uh, I grew up in Missouri, uh, just outside St. Louis, in a little town called Labadee, Missouri. Um, went to school, Washington High School. Uh, fast forward, went to college at uh, University of Missouri in Columbia, in the middle of the state, which we call Mizzou. And that is where I met Pebbles, but we weren't Pebbles and Nemo back then. Um, and do you want to tell them how we met? Yeah. How'd you guys meet? Yeah, go. I found him on my couch. Really? Yeah. Uh, we um, we went, both went to Mizzou. I'm also from Missouri. And uh, I lived in a, a apartment complex that had six units. And some of my neighbors were having a party. I came home to pee um, while I was upstairs. My uh, Jacob and his friend, Nemo and his friends. Who? <laughs> Who? Nemo and his friends knocked on the, on the door and they said, is this where the party's at? And my friend said, yeah, and brought him in. And so I came downstairs and just found him there on my couch. Oh, so he was conscious. He was. Oh, I was thinking for a second that you found him on the couch, like <laughs> passed out. I'm like, okay. So my first view of this beauty coming down the stairs was she was schnockered and she was, uh, grabbing the side of the wall to hold herself up and swung around the corner and ripped the paneling off the wall and said, I broke the house. And those were her first words to me. Oh, so, isn't that sweet? That is romantic. <laughs> <laughs> that really is romantic. Well, now that we know a, a little bit about you and what you call it? Muggle? Muggle life. Muggle life. Muggle life. What, yeah. is, what does that mean? Uh, it comes from Harry Potter. It's a term that uh, geocachers and hash house harriers have adopted um, and other groups uh, to describe people that maybe don't have an understanding for what they do. Because in so, Harry Potter, muggles are non-wizarding folk, so they're kind of the people who aren't, you know, in the know. Okay, I, I got that part. <laughs> okay, cool. So, which one of you wants to tell me what the local branch of the International Non-Competitive Hiking Running Social Club is? Go ahead. What uh, is it? Hash House Harriers. Um, our, our local group, Wild and Wonderful Wednesday Hash House Harriers. We are a drinking club with a running problem, if you will. Okay. Um, yeah. It started, uh, you want to tell the history? Yeah, hashing, um, it started in 1938. So we'll go way back. So there we were. That's what, <laughs> when you're telling a long story at the hash, you always say, so there, there we, we were. were. Right. And sometimes they fill it in with obscenities, like, tell us about MF for you and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so there we were. Hashers back in 1938, not really, but 
a guy named Gispert and his pals, which were um, British expats in Malaysia. And they used to uh, go to a hash house, which I think is a term for a kind of a, a diner style restaurant, like in other, often in other countries, you know, they, sure. they, they make hash and other breakfast type foods and stuff. And right. uh, so back in the day, you know, British culture, um, tradition and sport was based on like hares and hounds or fox and hound type games. Um, they used to call it uh, paper chase, I think. And they would take little shreds of paper and throw it out in the wind. And, and people would try to chase the person, the hare, putting out that paper um, and determine where it came from, just like following a scent. And the hounds, which are the people chasing them, would have to follow them. So that's where the term harrier came from, from hares and hounds. Um, and the term hash house uh, from that Malaysian place that they used to hang out. Um, so a guy named A.S. Gispert, um, I'm sure I'm getting some of these details wrong, but Just like they say, like they say in the hash, you know, yeah. never let the truth get in the way of a good story. So, sure, exactly. Um, he and his pals started this in 1938, and then they had to stop it uh, for the war. And then uh, it was dormant for a couple, like a decade or so, and then it came back. And then um, it didn't really take off until I think there were a couple kennels overseas, and then like the 1970s, it came into uh, America. I think DCH3 or uh, Fort Eustace were some of the first um, kennels, and we call them kennels for the same reason, uh, based on that oral tradition, you know, out of hares and hounds. So the hounds okay, are in the kennel. Okay, that makes sense. Sure, yeah. And um, let's see. So. That was like in 1975 or something to that effect. And then it uh, pretty much exploded out of there in the 80s and 90s. And now there's, what, like 2,000 groups across every continent. Um, story goes that there's even a kennel in Antarctica that runs occasionally under the ice in the tunnels of the ice like the scientists do. And I know Green Bank used to have a kennel, which is the big uh, uh, satellite facility out in uh, BFM or BFE, that's what you say, BFE, uh, West Virginia. Oh, yeah, Green Bank with that, you know, yeah. there's like no cell phone signal there, and yeah. it's like a black zone. Yeah. So apparently they used to have a kennel, too. I'm not sure if it's active anymore, but Probably. yeah, it's like um, very militaristic. It's good for people that, um, militaristic in that people that travel all over the world. So a lot of military bases have a kennel mm -hmm. because it's a place they can kind of find like-minded people. And um, let's see, so Pebbles, do you want to talk about what how it's different than just a normal run or hike well uh, i've been there so i can i can steer okay where how what i need explained okay because cool. it is it is steeped in tradition it and is. there are tra there are traditions and and rituals that you guys do um but for those who definitely don't know it is by definition, from an outsider, a muggle, if you will. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, I've been to a few events, right? <laughs> but the um, it's a running group. And they mm -hmm. go running around town, and it's kind of what I would define as a scavenger hunt. Right. Agreed. And it's led by two to five leaders, and they run around, and they... Um, my favorite application process is um, a bag of powder, right. or a flower, flower. flower. Mm -hmm. with a tennis ball. And yeah. you, you have it in there, you take the ball out, and you bounce it on the ground, and that means... You're going in the right direction. Very clean. It's yeah, a very clean method. Yeah, you follow this trail of um, random flower markings, and it can zigzag up and down streets and through alleys, and then 
um, just all over town. But then there's something called a false trail and they can literally lead you down the wrong path on purpose and like, oh, gotcha. So then you gotta run back, find the true trail. Um, and typically the distances are between two and a half and five and a half to six miles, right? Right. And the, okay. the benefit of the, the bad trails being that the whole way the trail is laid out is designed to sort of keep everybody together. So if you're a slower walker or runner, that you can, you know, while you're catching up at the check and all the fast people are solving it. Yeah, so it kind of ah. keeps people together. So that's a, a useful... I love that because I'm one of the slow runners. I just kind of kick it in the back and it's fun. It's, it's fun to do it's that. It's nice to keep everybody together like slow down sheriff you know yeah we have, yeah yes. well it gives everybody a chance too which i think is really nice you know everyone wants that opportunity to kind of be in the front and, and you know yeah. have that excitement yeah. and and, it, and, it, and your luck can change so quickly you yeah. know you could be ahead for the last mile and then you get to a check and you guess wrong and you go you know a tenth of a mile in the wrong direction and suddenly everyone else finds trail a different way and now you're at the end you're uh, dfl if you will uh, dead fucking last yes <laughs> so there's a lot of acronyms also so um but that's my impression of it is it's from a very basic outsider kind of thing but there are songs that are sung mm -hmm. there are traditions of drinking beer on course there are traditions yes. of doing shots on course and to mention that you know we have to make this a proper um Okay. event here so as hashers we brought some beer for you let's drink it just kevin so would you my, uh, name, my name in the group is just kevin yes because he hasn't been named yet so would you like a nitro milk stout a punk ipa or a organic samuel smith's chocolate stout i will have the punk all right thank you very much so you, make sure you crack that open in the uh, microphone right <laughs> good to go all right i think it is appropriate all right, up yours yes <laughs> cheers skull i think it is appropriate though to kind of set the stage for what someone would anticipate coming to one of our runs because you know you show up and you're a virgin when you show up because you've never hashed before and so it's our duty to pop your hashing cherry if you will so you you show up to the kennel and you're a virgin and some and... groups refer to that as new boots um kind of relating to the new shoe thing or um, NFHN, which is no fucking hash name. Or uh, once you're a virgin, you're called a just or nerd, nerd name so-and-so. So like nerd name Kevin. Like different okay. groups have different terminology. Sure. Yeah. So so you show up and, and you're dubbed a just. So. Well, well, hold on. Before you go yeah, there, yeah. We, we missed a part. Right. There are themes to right. each, each run. Generally. Yes. Uh, yeah. a, in my opinion, a well-run exciting kennel will have themes because that just makes it that much more zany right and, and zany is the word right okay because wasn't the last one like bang a gi or something like yeah. that yeah sheriff was no, just was waiting for you in the bush yeah she was waiting day. for you and you were busy with this podcast <laughs> i know man. i was busy recording i couldn't i couldn't get there with my fatigues on <laughs> jump out of the bushes yeah everyone wore um camo or some type of uh you know, military themed uh, or army themed uh, attire. I even had a shirt that I gave to Sped, which is Special Ed Forces, one of our friends and one of our uh, mismanagement, which are people that help us run the kennel. Right. So instead of management, since obviously hashers are half minds, we do everything wrong. Uh, so we're called mismanagement. Um, <laughs> Need a dictionary I, for this I, podcast. I brought him, yes. I brought him a, a MASH shirt with, you know, the MASH logo, but instead it says hash. That's really so, tight. That's yeah, cool. So it was really cool. And, uh, you know, I had my ration shirt on because that's very... In right. Yeah. So we all had our, our theme going. Okay. So that let me break it down one more time. So 
each time you go for a run, typically there's some sort of theme, and it could be dress like a clown. It could be <laughs> dress in your pajamas. It could be uh, bikini tops. I don't even know. Yeah. It could be it could Anything. be any sort of crazy theme, and then you're going to run or walk two and a half to six miles, just depending on how lost you might get. And uh, the group predominantly stays together for the most part. Now, walk me through the moment I show up to the kennel on the first day, not knowing I was supposed to be wearing fatigues or a clown outfit or my pajamas. <laughs> like, how do we get started? What happens? All right. So um, at this kennel, not all kennels are like this. Some just start in a remote location where there's enough parking and others start in bars. This kennel, we chose to uh, make it more of a bar-based kennel. So um, we have something called Hash Cash, which is a volunteer donation if you want to give that to the Harris, who are the organizers for the week. Um, and you would bring your $2 at this kennel usually, um, and you would go to the sign-in, the person who uh, checks you in, and they write down your name, that you're there, and uh, that way you can get trail credit. Um, because over time, as you earn trail credit, you get um, anniversary awards. Yeah, you get anniversary awards. Um, okay. <laughs> for for different accomplishments. So like, uh, we recognize you at five runs. We recognize you at ten runs. But you get your first giveaway item. Yeah, uh, thirteen uh, runs. You 13. get a necklace with your hash name, which we yeah. can get into later. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then like at eighteen, you get. Um, Headband. Headband when we tie you Cranium up with it. Band, because at 18, you're legal. So gotcha. we, we decided, you know. I got you. <laughs> but we're getting off track. So again, yeah. I'm just showing up to my first right. one. Yes. And um, so you sign in. I, I give my two bucks to the person who's like, hey, check me out. I have, yeah. a, I have a notepad in my hand. I'm tracking us. And, you're, and of course, since it's just a volunteer organization, you don't have to, but it's just kind of part of the culture. Right. And then um, you hang out, you have a pre lube which is your drinking before the run. Okay. Some which people choose to do that required. and some don't. Um, so you have your pre-loop and then after a few minutes by 609, usually that's what we go for to go with, you know, all these terms, 609 is a playoff 69. Um, oh, good God. At, okay. 609, <laughs> at 609 at this kennel, we will announce hairs away. So the RA who is the religious advisor, um, which also is a term that comes from, you know, other organizations. Um, sometimes in the hash that you're kind of making fun of organi other, other organizations, so maybe that's why they have these terms. I'm not sure, but there's so much depth. It's, it's been around term. for so long. Yeah. Who, you yeah. just who don't question it. You yeah. just do it. Yeah, you just do it. So the religious <laughs> advisor says, um, I can kind of do it for you if you want, you know, what it would sound like. Go for it. All man. right. So, um, all right, circle up, you wankers, for the blessing of the hairs. Circle up. And then so we all circle up into in the, the bar. Mic, into the mic. In the bar. And um, <clears throat> I'll say, okay, today for your hairy pleasure, we have, let's say it's pebbles. And then they all go, yay. Rockfish, yay. And Granny Nemo, yay. Right? And um, then I say, on your knees, hairs. Assume the position, right? So they get on their knees. And um, we will say, you know, do you have anything you want to tell us about this trail? You know, any special marks, any special checks, anything special that's not normal, not typical. And it can be, it it's can range from all marks. kinds of stuff. There can be song checks, dance checks, shot checks, beer checks. You know, there could be none of that. You know, it just depends on what they're doing. Um, so anyway, they tell us that. And then we do our blessing. Um, 
So that's another steeped in tradition thing that we've learned from other kennels um, and passed down through the different groups. Um, so it could be a Christian blessing or it could be a... Um, Usually it's Jewish. Jewish blessing. Um, because, again, it's just playing off of these other organizations. Sure, gotcha. you know? So uh, it might be... I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong, and uh, Fetchin Wieners can correct me since she's Jewish, but uh, it might be, all right, Barukata Nayaradahenu. May the pack not catch you. Barukata Adanayalahenu. May the cops not arrest you. And we say stuff about the cops because, you know, they don't know what we're up to and we look crazy, so we're running around. So often they just check in and say, hey, what are you guys doing? That's no doubt. And then we say, have some tequila, have some tequila, have some tequila, hairs away. Or we might do a blessing of the hairs like microphone. Come all ye hashers, be our guests and bless these hairs. Pebbles for pussy? No, no. Oh, coppice, no catches? No, you got to repeat after me. <laughs> How after long you. have you been doing this? Uh, come all you hashes, be our guests, and bless these hairs. Bless these hairs. And the trail they're about to lay. And the trail they're about to lay. So that coppice no catches. Coppice no catches. Doggus no bite us. Doggus no bite us. Coitus no interrupt us. <laughs> Coitus no interrupt us. Ivy no itch us. Ivy no itch us. Barbed wire no stab us. Barbed wire no stab us. I don't know what you just said us. Tick us, no suck us. Yeah, tick us, no suck us. You know, all those different things. <laughs> hairs away. And then hairs away, and then some people, you hairs are gay, you know, because it's a frivolity thing, you know? We're not trying to really make fun of any cultures or... We try to make fun of everyone equally. You know, yeah, it's like equal opportunity hazing or equal opportunity... Um, <laughs> Mockery. You know, like a roast. Yeah, It's kind of it. like a roast. I got it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, so. it's cracking me up. Okay. Now. So, so the hairs, the hairs are gone. During the lube... The so, hairs are blessed and they're sent off 20 minutes ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this group, we did that um, since we knew we would have a ton of new hashers, so we made it a large gap. Mm-hmm. Some groups, it's only like 10 minutes. Okay. So it just varies. Yeah. And then... Um, During that time, once they've left, usually someone will lead a chalk talk, which is where um, we'll lay out the marks on the ground and explain to any newer hashers what they're doing, right. which is essentially... Um, we'll have a few blobs of flour, and then um, with this kennel, we use chalk a lot of times because it tends <clears> to alarm people less, um, and it goes away more quickly. You know, chalk uh, flour can linger sometimes on trees right. and stuff. So, but um, your we'll ex- tennis ball technique is very good because yeah. it doesn't use a lot and it's very efficient and clean. So, so yeah. So we'll kind of explain the basic marks, which are usually circles or checks, X's or false trails. X's or false trails. Um, if you see a check with a number, it's a back check. F you. Um, and then because you hate it when you hit a back check because you have to go way back. Gotcha. Yeah. So so we'd explain to the newer people what the marks are, um, and then at six thirty three we would circle up for starting circle. And thirty three is another um, terminology um, because it looks like two butts, so that's like a universal symbol for anal. So anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. There's so there's so, a reason there's, for everything. There's so many yeah. levels. There's yeah. So our, many our, levels. Uh, another kennel we were with. Um, Microphone. Another kennel we found it uh, at 33, we would give away kilts because that was a monthly kennel. So 33 is a lot at that kennel. Wow. But easy access for what 33 stands for. So there you go. <laughs> Not that anyone does this at Circle. Or no, 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 no. no. Hey, it's some just a joke. Are crazy. It's we're, a joke. We're pretty freaky. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we set off on this jog run hike. Well, before we set off, though, we have a few things at Opening Circle. Right. We, um, <laughs> we we will um, at our group. We like to leave the world cleaner than we found it. So every That's week right. we designate a hash trash. Oh, hash trash. But we don't start with that. We say circle up again. Yeah. Welcome to the whatever number you don't running. Have to be quite so literal. 
And then of the wild and wonderful Wednesday Hash House Harris. And then we invite in virgins. We do. Right. And what do we do with virgins? Uh, we ask them their name and who made them come. You know, because we have to say it that way. Because, and, then, you know. and then once they've introduced themselves, we'll sing them a song. Right. And then we kick them out of the circle. Yeah. And then uh, we bring in visitors. And that's a great thing about the hashing world. Like, it's, it's underground in a lot of cities, right? But... Or it's very, you know, based on military bases. You know, it's not, you know, it's not super mainstream. Definitely but, not. But there are kennels around the world. And we will have people, like we just a few weeks ago had a guy come in from uh, Phoenix. And he was just working in D.C. or actually Baltimore. And he's like, yeah, I wanted to go to a kennel on Wednesday. I was available while I was here. So I drove all the way to Harper's Ferry or Charlestown it was actually at Abolitionist. And uh, he came and uh, ran with us. You know, and it's just cool. So we invite the visitors in. Please. We sing them a communal song, you know, like here's the Brother Hasher. And then uh, they get the hell out of circle too. Do those songs translate from group to group? Some. Some. Yeah, some of them are pretty common. Sorry. Some, some of them are pretty common. Like, um, like uh, give me an example of one of the shorter, most common. Um, shorter, most common. F-150 is a good one. I like that one. Yeah. That's not uh, very common, though. Really? The okay. F-150 version isn't. Like, this is your down-down song. Mm. It isn't very long. That's in a lot of groups. Yeah. Okay. And we've got virgins. We've got virgins at our hash. At, at our hash. hash. Gonna get them drunked up. Gonna get them fucked up down the hatch up the ass. Yeah. That's awesome. Jesus. But if we start on songs, we could go on that. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Well, I knew we'd hit songs at some point. And so so then we do that, and then we go over marks, you know, any special markings and then uh, we sing a warm-up song right pebbles oh we do our hash trash you were talking about mm -hmm. which that's something unique to this group not all groups do it i think one in louisiana that one of our friends told us about does it hash trash in some groups means the writing after the end of it for some reason but in a few groups hash trash means you're actually literally appointing someone to collect trash so we want to do that because we want to have a positive influence on the community um, so every week we have someone go around and collect trash during the trail as their duty. It's kind of like the person who did the week before nominates someone else, or if person, someone yeah. does something really dumb, you know, someone else <laughs> nominates them and makes them do it. But you know, it's, it's all in good fun and, and you're helping out the community that way. So. Yeah, definitely. It's like a plastic bag that you run with and you find mm -hmm. some cans or yeah. paper or just trash. And, and you, at the you, end, if you have something really awesome you found, you get a chance to talk about show it. it. Found a scarf in that last rainstorm. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what that one guy found. Yeah. <laughs> that was delightful. And then we do a warm-up song, which uh, throughout the world of hashing, a very common one is Father Abraham, which everyone knows Father Abraham had seven sons, seven sons, because it came out of a long tradition. So it actually doesn't have changed words. But then there's other new songs like, um, what's the one you always do? The chicken song? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen a chicken power team? And we do, we, you know, we and dance, we dance with chickens. Like chickens. Yes, that, so, that is really a warm fun. up. It, it, you know? It was my son's it, first song. It's really. Um, <laughs> he loves that song. I feel like when you go to a hash for your first time, you're not getting a very strong briefing on what to expect, which is hilarious because you get there and I'm like, <laughs> are we in this parking lot? clucking around like chickens like, this <laughs> yes. is crazy we got to prepare people enough so that they kind of know what they're getting into but if you over prepare them they might not come right right <laughs> so. it, right. it seems very um it's overwhelming there's a lot of things going on dude it's so hard to explain to people it's just better if they do it right well and when yeah. we found hashing uh we found hashing because we were runners and nemo found a blog that mentioned hashing and, and so we were actually we were organizing a run called um 
It was DC Metro Runners. DC Metro Runners. And we were meeting up and going to brunch uh, after our runs in the morning. And then we found out there's groups that already do this and they put out marks and you have to solve the trail, you know? And then we like immediately disbanded that group and just started hashing. Well, because our, <laughs> because our group was um, every week, Nemo would come up with a route for us to run and everyone would just sort of have to keep up with them. And so, you know, it was kind of limiting in who could yeah. come because if you couldn't keep up, you get lost. And yeah. We, yeah. You know, and we realized, wow, there's this other way of doing things. And they ended a bar or a brunch or depending on the group, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I found it like, you know how when you're on the internet and you're reading an article like on Runner's World or whatever, and in the bottom they have people making comments, right? Right. And someone made a comment like, I'm going to the hash later. I'm like, what is that? And I looked it up. So when they brought us in as virgins, at the group was called uh, Every Day is Wednesday, which is actually on Thursday, but I think the joke They started is, on Wednesdays. They started originally. on Wednesday, but the joke now is, you know, Every Day is Hump Day. So, you know. That's why they're every day is Wednesday. But um, that's where we started. Um, but, our oh. very first run. And when we came in, we had to say the internet made us come. Like often happens to many people. Sure. Yeah. So. But when, but go, kind of going into it to the point about how it can be a little inundating. When Nemo first pulled up the website, you know, on their website, they, they have a lot of, um, of virgins that come to every day is Wednesday because they're in D.C. They're it's a, a big really transient group. community. It used to be like 200 people a week. And um, so they have a, a thing for, for you know, virgins hashers that kind of explains you know the rules and what goes on and we're reading all this and it's saying you know oh don't wear racist attire which is um you know ha running stuff you know like your your 5k shirts right. or, or whatever the case may be um don't wear new shoes or you have to drink out of them uh, and, and, and there's just all these rules and we were at, like, I, my, my very self, I was very nervous. I was like, yeah. Oh my goodness, they're going to, they're going to make fun of us. And, but when we got there, you know, it was just all in good fun. Yeah. And, you know, you realize that it's just kind of and, something silly. And luckily there were three of us, so it was easier, but I could imagine if you went to your first hash as a single person a at a big group like <laughs> that, it'd be very intimidating, but we loved it. And, and three days later on Saturday, we went to Mount Vernon, which is actually where we were named. Um, so we got really into it very quickly. That's awesome. So let's, let's get back to my process. And the process was that, okay, now we're running and uh, the more experienced people are typically out front and they know how to. Right. There's, there's a bunch of hollering. There's a lot of yelling on course. Yeah, it's interesting that you, a lot of times uh, virgins are really fast because they've just been, you know, doing regular training runs and mm -hmm. they're very serious. Right. And a positive and a negative of the hash is sometimes when people get into the culture, they get less serious because they're just having fun, you know? Totally, yeah. So, so sometimes the really fast people are the newest people, but they don't know how to read marks, you know? So it actually, it, like you said, it gives a big advantage to the veterans. The veterans can really stay out front. Um, so, yeah, so they're out there, and we come to a check, right? And at a check, um, people split up. Uh, check means the marks could go anywhere we say 369 degrees because uh, more terminology yeah um and if you go any direction there might be no flower or there might be no chalk uh or there might be marks every direction depending on the style of the check i call it a blind check if there's no marks anywhere um so anyway and if you go down a path and find marks you yell on one on two on three on on that means you're probably going the right way because you kind of assume once you have three, you're doing well. Right. Um, but after three, you could hit an X or in some kennels, three lines or BT, which is bad trail. In this group, it's an X. So that means you would have to go all the way back 
to where that circle was, that where that check, check was. Right. Yep. And then you look in a different direction. So that really does slow down the front running bastards. Right. So, yeah. Front running bastards. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So let's like zooming forward, zooming forward. We're about halfway through. Beer. Uh, there's a thing that says BN. <laughs> yep. And that means beverage near. Beverage near. Yeah. Depending on the group, beer. beverage near, beer near. Beer. Um, depends on, yeah. you know, if you have a secure location <laughs> for that or not. You know? Right. Um, yeah. And then we enjoy libations. Um, or we might have a shot check. Uh, it just depends on what the hairs want to do. Sometimes you have multiples. Um, some groups don't have any. Um, some of the very traditional groups, like the oldest group in DC, DCH3, ha- generally, unless it's really new members, never have a beer check. They just they run and then they have their drinks at the end. Okay. The beginning and the end. So, yeah. So it varies, and then we keep going again. Um, and culturally, some kennels stop at the beer check for a certain amount of time until a leader says go others you just take a drink and run you know it just depends on the culture of the group you know and how you're feeling so i like the culture of this group because we stop yep catch our breath but not for too long i mean some groups beer check is like half an hour yeah it's too much you tighten up you know but i i think i think it just depends on the nature of your group as well as far as you know our group is a lot of people who are runners and I mean, you don't have to be a runner. We have plenty of walkers too, but you know, people who don't really want to stop for a super long time, but yeah. it is fun to stop and, I, and be social. I feel like we have a lot of kind people that, you know, are thinking of others at this group and, you know, we kind of do what the group feels like, you know, we're not trying to be hard asses. Or no. Gotcha. Yeah. Right, and cool. there's never an expectation that anyone drink. Right. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I, I usually don't because I'm not that great of a runner, and just to get to the beer check. And it is a Wednesday. We got there. Yeah, we and, got there, and I was like, maybe I'll have some water. You know, yeah. and then, generally but, expectation is there's definitely water. Yeah, check. especially if you're running. All right, cool. So, um, let's say the group finishes the course, and uh, we've all survived it, and we arrive at let's use the uh, the Berryville one we had about okay. a month ago because yep. that was a really nice. Uh, it was really everybody came in kind of at the same time, and, and that was A to B. A to B. Right. So it was Meaning, kind of kind of A to A though, because it was almost, uh, yeah. It was like some groups would call it A to A prime. But if you want to trick <laughs> Yeah. If you want to trick the the group more, you say A to B so they have no concept of how close it is. Right. So in some cases I assume the hash the hairs. The hairs are um they can be diabolical. Right. And you know, we didn't talk about how the course is. It's not just like running down the neighborhood roads sometimes it gets a little squirrely and um and shiggy yeah can you explain that shiggy yeah shiggy can be anything shiggy can be mud it can be briars um and it's rated right um generally actually when we started hashing that wasn't very common um we started that we started at another kennel in dc hangover hash house harriers that run monthly on sundays and we started and we started the um shiggy rating with them because our our trails were traditionally on the longer side and more shiggy um but the shiggy rating is kind of to give you an idea of what to anticipate. If if your shiggy rating is a one, you know you can wear your better running shoes and expect a pavement pounder. Right. Um, if your shiggy rate, it's usually one through ten. Um, yeah. If your shiggy rating is an eight, um, wear the shoes you would like to throw away. And the hash community, <laughs> at least on in the Mid Atlantic, it seems like that's kind of caught on now. Um, but traditionally, you would not know at all. Not a, not a rating. No, Just there'd be like, like nothing. 
you wouldn't even know mileage. Not even a heads up. Yeah. Not even, okay. Wow. Yeah. But we found that people, it's it's better received if people know what they're getting I themselves agree. into. Yeah. I think because at least for me, if I know that I'm going to get really wet and muddy, then I just mm-hmm. embrace it from the get go. But if I think there's a chance I can keep my feet dry, then I'm going to kind of try and skirt the creeks. And you know. I know I did not take any of that seriously on my first outing. <laughs> Your second outing? No, that was my first. Well. Oh, but yeah, besides when I was like 17 or 18 years Let's old. hear your story of how you first hashed. I was 17 or 18 years old, still living with my mom at home in uh, Northern Virginia in Arlington. You know, pretty close to Boston Commons and along Route 50 route right there. And I was outside just shooting hoops because that's what kids do when the internet doesn't exist yet. <laughs> and um, I was a runner in, um, you know, high school, ran track, ran cross country. And I see this guy run by, and he was a fit dude, but I live like almost in a cul-de-sac that leads only to a park. Right. And really, nobody has any business being on our road. And this guy's sailing. And I'm like, <laughs> I kind of watch him. And I was like, where, where is he going? And then he like threw something down in the street, down at the bottom of the hill. And I was like, what is that? Weirdo. Because <laughs> he was running with a purse, basically. Right. You know. And I was like, that's just strange. And then, I shit you not... Like 30 people are running along all at different paces yep. and they're yelling at each other. And yep. I couldn't quite hear what they're yelling because you guys have a special language. And <laughs> I just picked up and started running with these animals. And yep. then I'm running and then... That's, because that's what we call trail treasure. You, trail treasure. you were trail you treasure. You were trail treasure. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it, it ended up going into like Bluemont and Glen Carlin Park. Right. No, and we were area. jumping logs and climbing over fences mm-hmm. and going down the dirt trails and I really like turning left into like place, you know, like, like down cliffs kind of. And I was like 18. I was like, come on. So I ran faster and faster and yeah. faster. And then I found myself at the front and I wouldn't yelling the right things i was like i was like paw, you're paw. one of those people i was like paw 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 or this way i was like i didn't know what i was saying and then the the damn group ended at a bar oh, in um oh, in the evening yeah in shirlington and i couldn't get in and what day of the week was it i don't even know it okay. was summer like you think it was the weekend? I have no idea. Okay. Because it was a million years ago, yeah, but I yeah. remember it vividly, like this whole pack of people running around yelling. Yeah, I mean, in that area, it could have been Mount Vernon. It could have been White House. could have even been Edub if it was Thursday, maybe. I mean, it could have been a lot of different groups. But back that long ago, I would say like Mount Vernon. Probably. We're talking 1992, 93. Yeah. I'm thinking Mount Vernon, White House, probably. So that was my first time, and yeah. then I really didn't ever do it again until... We stuck you in a PI you bush. Guys popped up. Yeah. I guess it could have been DCH three, but that would have been all men. Yeah. Yeah. That's very possible. Yeah. I don't really recall. I mean, it was. We're fortunate in the DC or metro area that there's a group that runs nearly every day of the week. Um, yeah, it's so really cool. Some groups or some places, you only have a group that runs once a week, maybe once every, once a every month. two weeks. Yeah, once a month. Yeah. So some some regions, you know, they don't have much military, so there's not as much of the hash culture. Um, but luckily, DC has a ton of that. But They'll only run like once a month, but it's often on the full moon. Like that's a big thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> they run under the full moon. And and some groups that means clothing optional. So but you know, that's the more extreme. That's yeah, that sounds incredibly organized. Um or dis or disorganized, you know. Or, or disorganized. <laughs> so for the most part we've discussed some of the challenges of running on the course or on the trail and the um what kind of to expect but let's learn now let's talk about on trail term uh, definitions terminology so i have no idea 
why you yell, are you? I like what? Radford University. <laughs> like, we actually saw an RU sticker once, and everyone started messaging around asking whose hash car that was, and it did turn out to be Radford University. Yeah, I saw one yeah. recently, and I saw RU. <laughs> like RU. Like, <laughs> I knew. I knew what it meant to me. But I believe RU is just shorthand. I mean, we write it the letter R and the letter U. When but do you yell it? We first. yell it um, when you when you need R-E? help finding trail. So, like, say you were at a check. And you went one R-E. way, and oh, the, baby, right. the baby rockfish R-E. is saying, are R-E. you? It's his new word, his new term. R-E. Right. Can you say on-on? On. Yeah. On. Good job, buddy. I hope you can pull that up. <laughs> um, so it's pretty much if you're on check and you go away, and there might be two marks, but not a third, which means you don't have to put an X. Yeah. Because most groups, if there's only one or two marks, it can just be open-ended. So you might bite and go like three blocks and not find another mark. And then you're like, great. I'm not going to go all the way back. I'm going to yell and see where they went. No, because sometimes the yeah. hairs can be punks and they'll give you two marks and then just wait a long time right, for that's the third true mark. Yeah. Or and like then your the... lovely wife sit in the car and wait for us all to run past and get lost. Auto hashing is frowned upon. <laughs> hey, man. I, um, I heard about that. That's, that's really gangster. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch the pack run by, you know. <laughs> It's fun to spy on your own pack. <laughs> that's really funny. But oh. anyway, yeah, so are you means are you on trail? I think that's what it means. Are you on trail? But that's are too convoluted, so you just yell, are you? Are you? Yeah, and then you say on, on, meaning I'm continuing on trail. And if you get to a bad trail, you yell bad trail. You, bad trail. When yeah. you come up on a check, you yell on check. Um, yeah, or intersection. Some groups say intersection. Yeah. Um, and then you yell on one. So you got to check and you can go straight. So envision this, people. You can go, you come to an intersection, you go straight, left, or right. And there's a circle or in the middle of it. Completely diagonal. That's the one well, thing you have to on, watch out pebbles. for. Hold on, pebbles. I'm trying, to, I'm trying <laughs> to make it easy. Simplify. Can it be easy for the first one? Jeez. So, like, you're running down a neighborhood and there's, like, not even traffic. And you come to a circle in the road. And that means you can go left, straight, or right, or some variation of that. So, naturally, Five or six people arrive close to the same time, and everybody decides, okay, I'm going to go this way, I'll go that way. And I know that you're trying to get in the psychological mind of the hair. Like, right. Would Definitely. they have gone straight? Definitely. Would they have gone right? <laughs> How many bad trails would they have done? That's How why the veterans do so have? well. Like people who have a, um, a kind of a compass in their head, they can kind of feel, especially if you know it's an A to A trail, mm-hmm. you can kind of feel the tilt of the trail once you get into it a little bit. Once you determine which way, counterclockwise or clockwise you're going, that can kind of lead you to lean certain ways it checks, you know. Well, especially like, you know, generally there's two trails, a shorter one and a longer one, so people can run or walk whatever distance they prefer. And if the shorter trail has already broken off and say gone right, you know, eventually your trail's got to go right because you got to meet back up with them Probably. at some point. More, Unless more they really likely. screw with you and split up the hairs but, completely and do two separate loops. But you can kind of use some of that intel to kind of right. make a yeah. smarter decision. And those there are things are... that allow the slower veterans to catch up with those young bucks, you know. Well, because right. there are some people that, like, they just must never know what's going on. Because, like, we at one of our other groups, we got this fast little fella, and he always goes the wrong way every time. And he ends up running like twice as far as everybody else, but he's so fast it doesn't even matter because yeah. he's still getting to the checks first and going the wrong way every time. Yep. Wow. <laughs> All right, so back to what were so, we saying? So in other words, so <laughs> when yeah, on, exactly. On, exactly. Good job, Rockfish. Rockfish is exactly what I'm talking about. So when you, <laughs> that's right. So when you, I would let's say I choose to go to the left and I try to, I find one mark. I then yell on one. It's the first mark, and then I go to the next one. <laughs> then I go to. 
on two, and then the group begins to follow me. Right. But I a lot recently at the ones I've been to, those aren't right. Right. Sometimes you have people like sandbagging, or there's what what's what's sandbagging? Uh, what do we call them? Poofting or something. There's some terms in some countries they use where it's someone that just stands at the checks and never solves. Right. You know, they're just being kind of. But oh, the lazy culturally, people. but culturally, <laughs> that's what makes the hash great is that you're pulling the different ability levels together by allowing that. Because right. sometimes you, know? you need to stand there and catch your breath. Right. I mean, yeah, definitely. So I don't have a problem with it, but it's fun to tease people about it anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they might bite on two, or even three or four or five, and you might hit X and be totally screwed. You know, right. And then I have to go all the way back. And then Jenny told me there's a term where you just stop marking. Mm. Oh, a blind check. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Or a big, like a gap, you know. You can right, I mean... Gap we, trail. On the one that we did in the rain, I oh, set yeah. six of those yeah. that you guys never found. Because yeah. the rain washed away. Well, the, the rain's marks. tough. But, yeah. But was... I That's mean, a whole I different ran, I know I ran double what Jenny ran that yeah. day. And I was out there just rocking. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I knew all the shortcuts to get there to mark them. And I even set what I called an infinity trail. You guys yeah. didn't catch that either. It just went all directions? No, it, it went right back to the start. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, so literally, you didn't know you were at the start because it came, like, you left out the front of the building. And it came around the back. Eh? It came to the back from a direction you wouldn't know when you were at that yeah. building. And when you hung a left, you realized, wait a minute, we're back at Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> when, that's how we found trail because we couldn't find it out in the parking lot because it was so, so much diaspora, you know. Right. So we just ran along the building because we saw our last mark on the corner. And then we picked up trail on the other side. So that's where we missed your, your crazy adventure. But, you know... The fact we did 80% of that trail with the, the conditions, oh, yeah, it's I was pretty happy with it. Um, yeah. And, you know, the vertical surfaces, man, you know, hairs, you know, little details, you know, like using the vertical surfaces, it stays so much longer in bad weather. Like I heard in um, Hurricane Sandy in uh, the Sherlington area, and man, that was tough, but... Unfortunately, some of those marks were there like three months later because you had to find places, you know, well, that yeah, wouldn't go that away. Show, you know? right. Yeah. I even set up, and, I, and so much of it was lost on the rain, but I set up a false trail all the way to the back of the movie theater. Yeah. That was, I, that was a strong third of a mile. Yeah, I saw that on the um, Strava. Strava's been kind of fun to see where everybody goes. Right. Oh, so, yeah. you, so you're able to look back and see yeah. where we set. Yeah, yeah. The, the flybys is pretty cool for hashing. Yeah. Because you see, like, where'd you get screwed up? Where'd you zen? Where'd you right. parallel? Oh, those are all terminologies. Oh, oops. There's so much, man. Okay, so <laughs> for the most part, we know all the on-trail terminology. Are you on one, on two, true trail, false trail, back checks? Um, Zenning and ranging are just when you go the way you think it goes without marks. Like, and you don't, you just try to shortcut. Gotcha. Like someone might yell, are you? And you might just be like zenning. Zenning. You, just you don't zenning. want people to follow you because you like, don't, don't want to ruin me. their experience if they don't want to do that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, we talked about where it kind of came from, but let's talk about how you guys got it started in this area. Okay. Um, Microphone. When, when did we move here? Uh, we moved here in 2017. Okay. Slide, slide the arm that way because you tend to be talking to pebbles. All right. Hi, Pebbles. Yeah, we moved here in 2017, and um, we, you know, of course, you move away from an area, and you're like, we're going to come back every week, and we did for a while. We, we moved from the um, D.C., southern D.C. area, 
And, uh, we did go back there, you know, at least once a week to go to some running groups. But of course, then when we have had rockfish, that's pretty untenable to be driving all that way. Yeah. So can we sidebar over to his, rockfish's name? Oh, oh yeah. Well, then there are the hash names and the whole ceremony. Oh my, oh my gosh. So much. And that's, that's like in circle. Okay. We need that's to talk about that too. No, let's do that later. So go ahead and continue. So, where it goes. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, we've had experience founding a kennel in DC. So, you know, we kind of, um, knew roughly where to start, but Nemo was pretty instrumental in, um, kind of trying to commandeer some of the local groups. So we, um, started with bros and bras and, you know, cause you have a great community already established. Yeah. You are the most visible for sure. Love to like be very active, active group. And, um, and so we started running and met a whole lot of really nice people that we liked. And Nemo just started spamming all the different, um, running. Well, groups first the they had to twist and... Pebble's arm. She didn't want me to start another kennel. It's, it's, very, well, it's very time consuming. It's a lot no of work. Doubt. It's no a lot doubt. of work. But she, I think you really appreciate it now. Well, yeah, now that all the work's done. <laughs> <laughs> it's work. Come on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we wanted to join the running community here. Because um, the closest hash when we moved here was in Frederick. Right. Um, and, and they only run every two weeks. They're only like monthly now. Um, yeah. So, and the drives were like over an hour. I always wanted to start one here. I start. I talked to, a, to a Obi-Wan, Tom. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of my first, uh, Hey Next man, <laughs> you, you interested in this? And then, and then, uh, just Chris had mentioned something about hashing through fields or whatever, oh. you know, having a great time with bros and bras. And when he mentioned that online, I was like, Oh, you want to join a hash? You know? So I was kind of seeing who was interested right? and I wanted to fit it into your, your, um, schedule because, um, we run a lot with the Tuesday and Thursday groups. Um, especially before things got tougher with the toddler. And so I wanted to pick a date when you guys didn't have anything going on. So we, we did, good luck with that. we did try to do yeah. a, a hash esque sort of thing. Yeah. We did that on Thursdays. On Thursdays. So. That was um, so fun. We kind of tried to bring in the idea of marking trails and, um, and oh, so no, we did we, that for a few weeks as the founder and I guess commander of that outfit. I knew you guys were around. I'd been hearing about it and everybody who's currently a leader was feeding me intel on who you guys were and that it was coming and i was like that's cool because we um back when bros was a non-profit we discussed starting a kennel mm -hmm. oh, without, that's cool. without knowing the name kennel but we were like hey, you want you want to take a yeah. whack at this hashing yeah, yeah apparently uh a lot of people um meet hashers at uh ragnar's Oh yeah, yeah. There was a very rowdy group Ragnars. out in the woods <laughs> that did not sleep at all and sang all night <laughs> during quiet hours. But that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like the rock and roll. Well, and there's some songs that never end that are horrible. <laughs> yeah, like like. Don't start it. Don't start <sighs> it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the board, even though they weren't super in charge of programming, it was just discussed that we didn't have the infrastructure or uh, organizational ability to lead it and organize it or another thing on that mm -hmm. level so it was um it was serendipitous that you guys came along and started you guys started this taste test You're like hey man you want to do this we're thinking about doing it on a thursday and like you couldn't get any traction and then i heard hey you want to do this thursday and you're like oh and then no everybody wanted to do what they were used to doing right yeah and i mean then, change then, is hard and then one day you're just like you rounded up like four people like hey we're doing this here's the course if you want to follow us and then bros was like okay yeah and we just followed you yeah um and i think wednesdays is fit pretty well you know i mean now we have like it's kind of like what we were talking about in um dc how you can hash most nights of the week 
with bros and bras now you can, run most you can do a different style of run or theme yeah. of type yeah. of run each night of the week like at least i know tuesday wednesday thursday and then friday, friday morning, morning sat, you know it's, morning. it's very similar it's cool yeah. right yeah. well the um you know jenny mentioned that you were struggling to get participation at the level that you wanted to have it at and i was like you like what she's like why don't you think bros and bras are coming out i said because they're weird and they and they <laughs> and they just want to do what they want to do maybe i mean i'm not I, I wasn't super active at the time and i was like because every event that we started like a tuesday night or a, a friday morning it took months Mm-hmm. For five people to show up on a regular right. basis, yeah. for people to actually feel like they had ownership over it, and uh, I don't know if she ever communicated to you, but I was like, "Tell Nemo, look, don't look at the numbers, mm-hmm. just keep doing it. Yeah. People are going to post, and they'll post eventually, and eventually, and it'll be for some people and not for other people. And like we have people phase in and out of bros and bras yeah. mm-hmm. by the dozens on on a quarter. Yeah. yeah, we won't see people for six, eight, nine months, and they come back." And dude, it's been cool. Like, I was really concerned because I thought we had to ha- gather all baby hashers to develop a kennel, you right? Know, so people have never hashed, you know. And that's been the case for a lot. I think we've had like twenty namings or something crazy, mm-hmm. which has been great. But there were actually people that came out of the woodwork out here, you know, people that ran they with hillbilly or, or ran. And- yeah, with Harrisburg Hershey or, you know, they ran with faraway groups that they moved here. We have some people who uh, are from Florida. They uh, now live in Martinsburg. They come out. Um, Seasonally. But it was really cool. Yeah, There's a the lady that spotted birds. me in Miami. What's that? What's that? The, the lady that spotted me in Miami. Who was that? Uh, was it? Um, Crawley? Gin- yeah, Ginger. Yeah, Ginger. Ginger Snatch. Ginger Snatch. Yeah. yeah, she knew people from, I guess, her crew down there, yeah. and I was actually racing with them. I love the small world that crazy? aspect of it. Yeah. You know? Well, that um, happened to us early in hashing. We uh, went up to hash in Buffalo, and the GM up there we met, like three weeks later, we were back home in Northern Virginia on our street, running down the street, and we were wearing our hash socks because we were going to the gym, and then we are going to go hashing. And it turned out he was visiting his daughter who lived down yeah. the street from us. And he us, yelled on. And he yelled That's on. You, on. You know, and we're like, dude, know. we just saw you in Buffalo like three weeks ago. Yeah. So stuff like that happens. It's cool. Yeah, but it was cool. DC, you know, we still have proximity to DC, a huge hashing community. And we had 56 people show up for the first one just because so many of them made that drive to come up and support us. It That's was really, really cool. Yeah. Really nice. And now we're to the point we so much of the community has been participating uh, here out of Bros and Bras and around the area that we're averaging like, 24 people in a week so it's great man really good yeah that is really good it's really good it's all weather and yeah and i'm (laughs) always really worried because we're losing a couple good members um speed bump and soon to be named just sam next week we're naming him and then they're moving uh we have a lot of national park service people and you know they're very transient just like military folks and so that'll be sad i'm always worried like man i don't want to lose the vibrance because you know a certain number really brings that vibrance because of all the singing and all the silliness. If you have five people doing that, you're like the freaks. If uh, you have 50 people doing that, <laughs> it's like the place to be, you know? Right. So Yeah, but you, you know, don't sweat it, man. It's it's. If there's anything I've learned from running a very large running group, yeah, is you just, you got to just show up. The whole yep. point of Bros and Bras was if I invite my friends, I have to show up. Mm-hmm. And, and that consistency. Well, the three of us will always be here. 
So yeah. We're missing our first trail this month for the, the wedding. So for a brother-in-law's wedding. So we've been pretty So where, where does somebody find out about um, where to meet? Um, well, we have a Facebook group, Wild and Wonderful Wednesday Hash House Harriers. And we have a, a tiny URL uh, Google site, which is tinyurl.com slash W3hash. Um, and from there, uh, you can go to sign up for the Google group to get notifications or you can, uh, join the Facebook group. So, yeah. The last thing I want to talk about. Oh, we have a meetup too. What's a meetup? What's that? Oh, you just type in wild and wonderful when, you know, webpage. Okay. Yeah. One of those. Um, don't worry about him. He's totally cool, man. It's, it's Rockfish is on the recording, and he's over there it's on awning and arguing everything. So, um, naming. Yeah. Let's talk about... I guess we have to get into InCircle to get to that. Oh, my God. We can, we can be brief, though. I mean, InCircle yeah, we'll is just a series no, I'm not of pushing you. I'm not pushing you. It's, I'm... There's so much. Exactly. And what's really great is I'm making a list of terms that I'm actually going to request that you guys um, define. uh, define. (laughs) And then I'm going to put that in the notes. Yeah. Okay. Because I think that's the hilarious part is it's not just chaotic organization. There's so much structure just in the words. I know. Ranging, zenning, are you, blessing of the hairs? Yeah. Religious advisor, 609-33, racist? And just like how it's a drinking club with a running problem, which is actually a joke because it's definitely a running club with a drinking problem, uh, it's also in hashing there are no rules, but there are rules. Oh, my God. Safety safety third. third. Safety Safety is the third rule. No one knows what the second rule is. The first rule of hashing is that there are no rules, and safety third. And some people say second is consent, which I definitely think that's important. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I swear to God, man. <laughs> but we can briefly but yeah, talk about The history, circle. man, like the that culture through like yeah. almost a hundred years. Yeah, it's yeah. it is it's really um it's really kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, we've been hashing since 2012. So, I mean, you know, after a while, you, you learn. It's not like everyone knows all this yeah. stuff over here. It takes a while. <laughs> of course. Okay, so so you come into wherever the end is. Either the end is the same place, A to B, or A to A, or it's somewhere different, A to B, or it's really far away, A to Z. In which um, case, A to B or A to Z, there's always a bag vehicle to Yeah, take like you if you get all muddy and stuff, you, a bag vehicle will bring your clothes so you can change and go into the bar or whatever, or the house or wherever you're in. And the, the trail announcement will usually give you that information if it's stroller friendly, if it's dog friendly, if there's a bag vehicle. So. Yeah. Okay, so um, you come in to the end location. Rockfish is like having a good time. Fired up over yeah. there. Yeah, and, or something. And the first people in. Uh, terminology are referred to FRB or FBI. Holy crap! Hold um, on, hold on. F. And depending on how you know equality oriented you want to be, some people switch them around. FRB. FRB is generally front running bastard. Okay. Or FBI. And FBI is usually first bitch in. Um, <laughs> but we changed it originally okay. for, for the local purposes we've been saying first bro in and first bra in. that's tight yeah. that's yeah. strong <laughs> that, so that's how we refer to it yeah dude whenever i'm at circle which you're about to talk about i crack up yeah the whole I know. Time it's because ridiculous i don't come enough to learn it yeah. so it's always just hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it's it can be a mess and when you get like 
there are some RAs. Like I'm very novice RA. Like there That's are a some religious RAs. advisor, just so you remember that. Yeah, there are some RAs that are straight up comedian entertainers, you know, mm-hmm. and that can make or break a group. You know, there are some groups that people come for that show, you know, at the end, and it's it can be hilarious. So the FRB FBI come in, and then everyone else comes in. And then the last person that comes in is called the DFL, dead fucking last. Um, or freaking depending on your company and um, you all get a drink maybe you're at a house maybe you're at a bar you get a drink you hang out you talk about trail talk to the hares tell them how great it was or how shitty it was kind of tradition is to say shitty trail hares which is you actually mean good trail but that's just what we say shitty trail okay. and um, because everything's opposite you know um, <laughs> and then after a few minutes once people get their beverages or order food or whatever um, you hold in circle. So in circle. Is it E-N-D or I-N? Uh, so is it in when you're approaching end? the end of your run, your trail, your course, you write on in, O-N dash I-N. Okay. But end circle is E-N-D. Gotcha. End circle, yep. Um, so uh, at end circle, the RA asks everyone to circle up, and then you kind of go through what you did before, but in more detail. So you call in the virgins again. Uh, and this time you teach them the art of a down-down. So you call in their sponsor if someone brought them, um, someone encouraged them to come. Um, and then they demonstrate the art of a down-down. They take the vessel of their choice, which it might be a glass. Yeah. And they take the beverage of their choice. Beer! So it might be beer. And they will put it to their lips and drink it down. And what doesn't go in them... Goes on them. Just, just like, like sucking... chicken. Or something else. And, and then we say, all over your face. Um, so so then we say... Because, because the idea is is that when you do a down-down, we sing you a song. And yeah. then you take a sip of your beverage. And you, in theory, invert it over your cranium. Yeah. But we, usually you can just kind of set it up on your... Especially since cranium. this group ends in restaurants a lot and bars. We don't make them dump it over their head if they don't drink it all, because that would be a problem. I was wondering about that, because I feel like in the tradition of that sort of a cer- ceremony, right. a part of a ceremony, I feel like you're supposed to drink all of your beverage. And I think traditionally that's yeah. what it was, yes. But this group is a little more polite, and doesn't f- make, you just have a sip of it or right. a drink of it. It's and also- a lot of groups are like that now, but like DCH3, which is the original for this region... Um, they don't have much song and, and pomp and circumstance, but they do have all the virgins and visitors come in, and and they have to finish their entire beverage. Dude, that's just, part of their culture. I just had a flashback. I just, oh, you I just, did. I just did now that? had a flashback. I left. I got into the bar, and they were saying I had to drink out of my shoe. <laughs> no, no, no. I ducked. I was like. Oh, I got I got really intimate. I was so young. I was yeah. 18 and I was and there's you know, I was a skinny skinny little hundred pound runner and they're like, Oh yeah, you're new, you gotta drink out of your shoe and I was like <laughs> and then they were really like, No, you gotta drink out of your shoe. We'll get you water or, or juice or something. I'm like, Okay, yeah, cool, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. And I bounced. <laughs> I just had that. I, I like I was like, these guys are dicks. Yeah. Because I was, I was so young, and I definitely was not in the crew. So that was not DCH three because they're very traditionalist. They don't have that tradition. But it could have been like E Dub or White House or something I'm like. Just I just I'm sorry. I just I just, I was like, right. I was like, no. So uh-uh. that tradition <laughs> is to encourage people to wear old shoes. I think because I, they probably had people that got pissed off when their nice shoes 
got ruined by a hash trail, not sure. knowing what they were getting into. Right. So they always tell virgins wear old shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't, the tradition is to drink out of it. And literally, some groups drink out of the shoe. And worse, some groups filter their beverage oh. through a sock Ooh. into the shoe and then drink it That's out so of it. That's so disgusting. Yeah. Wow. But at this group, we just do a ceremonial, no. take your shoe off and put your glass in it. Oh, that, that's way more PG. I, I just remember yeah. this crew, again, I was just young, and this was like the early 90s, yeah. and I, I may have felt like I was being bullied yeah. because I wasn't familiar with the environment. Well, and I think that's important, too. Some is groups to are n- hazy, some, you know? Yeah, and I was a young dude. And I think it's important to have that, you know fun ribbing sort of culture but to not make people feel yeah. like they have to drink or they have to do things they don't want to do because it's supposed to be fun yeah. and you know if you're like no dude i'm not drinking on my shoe we're like all right fine but you know like yeah, yeah. i mean some groups be become very small and insular because they're too extreme sure. you know and we want it to be a welcoming place you nice. know for all different walks of life mm-hmm. um so yeah we have some of the tradition but we don't do that hardcore stuff. sorry I, I i derailed the conversation so after uh, down downing. So then the virgins have to drink after they have learned the very sophisticated art of a down down. down, down. And and we sing them a song, which is terrible, of course. And then, uh, but not always. If there's kids in the room, we'll, we'll sing something else. And then um, we have vi- visitors. And traditionally, in most kennels, when a visitor comes back in at end circle, in order to get out of circle, they have to show us something new because they're visitors and we want to learn from them, you know, learn culture from them. So they have to sing us a song from their home kennel okay, or tell us a joke. And the joke is always, uh, sing us a song. You can't sing. Tell us a joke. You're not funny. Or show us a body, show us a body part. Show us your joke, you know, and, <laughs> <laughs> and depending on their demeanor, Depending on what they're interested in, they'll do one of those three things. But often you get to learn a fun new song. Yeah, which is that's cool. the main thing is learning <laughs> culture. You guys are filthy. Yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Okay. So um, then they do that, and then we do. Um, we recognize the hairs. We rec- Yeah, before that, we actually would have recognized the hairs, and we sing them a song like S H I G G Y T R A L Shiggy Trail, it's or fun. less PC Shitty Trail, depending on the group. Um, and then we will go into violations, right? Yeah, we have someone who's designated as our scribe. And yeah. the scribe is the person who goes around and collects violations from the crowd before circle starts. Is that typically a senior person? Not necessarily. Um, but it, but violations are traditionally, I think, the most difficult to comprehend aspect of hashing. I know when we started hashing, it took me months to figure out the concept of a violation because it's just kind of weird because the idea is, is that you're violating someone for like, you know, say, um, wait, you know, wait, if, wait, wait, that's the opposite. Okay. <laughs> violating someone. I thought the people were committing a violation. Yeah. So you, you nominate them, for but you are also you're... doing the act of violating them by calling like... them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like I might <laughs> violate like there's a there's a chivalry on trail violation for example. So which is more of an accommodation. Uh, sh- chivalry on trail. Okay. So if someone maybe like when I have rockfish in the stroller, if someone helps me with the stroller with rockfish, they might get violated with for a chivalry on trail violation. I see. The whole idea of a violation is we're just like calling you out for something, teasing you for something, you and you see. have to come into the circle and drink for it. Yeah. So I mean the so idea like is so like blood on trail if you fell and scraped your knee. I got that last time I was yeah, out there. You yeah. had a badass cut on your face that was cool uh, it was it was a tiny little cut which is actually still sore he got me good it's been over a week and, was it obi-wan uh, yes okay yes and um 
That's something that we took love, us a long I have a love time. Hate relationship with that fella. That's well. See, good thing we're using Nash names, right? No, but, but um, that's something that took us a long time. When you're in the shiggy yeah. at a kennel with lots of branches and stuff, for like weeks, we would wait for the person behind us and hold the branch and stuff. What? And, you know, because that's, right. right? that's polite, right? No, you can't do that. And you can't do that because if you do that, the person behind you has to stop, and then the person behind them has to stop, and the person behind them. So you kind of learned. Oh, just you just go let and it, yell you, branch. You need to anticipate what's coming at you. We we've learned over time. Because otherwise, the whole pack is like clogged up in the shiggy. You totally. Know? It, it wasn't that he was holding a branch. It's that the branch that he was moving past actually broke. And oh, the still geez. attached side yeah. got me here. How if close. it had gotten me here, it had been a, it had been a, I'd be wearing an eye patch. It was, oh, yeah, it was freaked out. Um, I was also violated one time for uh, peeing on trail. Yeah. We just make up stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Auto hashing, uh, zenning or ranging, which is when you're shortcutting. Okay. Um, people that don't do trail are called staying campers. Um, they just stay at the bar. Uh, those are the more drinkier drinkers of a group. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, it can be there's anything. All kinds of stuff. But and, this, and there's but the, no rule. The violations rule for are it. funny and they're silly and. Um, you you call out that little gray bird, uh, gray beard girl for for, for being silly because yeah. she, she won't buy into like yeah the, she's the, very serious the circumstance and then sometimes there'll be a wallflower violation so if you haven't been called in a circle yet right come yeah. on in come on in yeah, you want to equally you should, yeah. everyone or like um one of our members was talking about yeah my mom's like eighty nine Corona's totally gonna get her. So that was definitely a violation. <laughs> ah, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, when people say ridiculous things. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, so the scribe collects some violations and reads them out, and we call people in, and they drink. And then um, we'll do violations from the crowd. So if you yeah. didn't get collected by the scribe, you get to violate yeah. people. And you don't have to, you know, some groups are hardcore like that, but most good groups, you know, you just do what you want to do. You know, participate if you want. Don't participate if you want. Just have fun, you know. Uh, so drink a little bit, put it over your head. You know, oh, wait, head. Cranium. Don't say head. You have to cranium. say cranium. That's oh. another thing. So, um, oh. and then we'll do anniversary awards, which, you know, you get giveaways for coming to a certain number of trails. At our group, you pay $2 for trail. A dollar goes to the hairs to reimburse them for the beer or shot checks that they have on trail. And right. then a dollar goes to the kennel. And we use that money to buy giveaways and, and things. So um, right. our kennel our currently has $80. So yeah. we're in the black. Yeah, great. Because so. we bought fifty <laughs> of all of these giveaways up through twenty one. So, so yeah. So, so we're working. We're a little on, behind. We're working on giveaways for um, fifty runs. 50, we haven't yeah, figured we need out to get that 50. yet. But. and then eventually we're going to do kilts as a giveaway. That's what I would like to do. And a happy coat, which is a, both of those are big part of hash attire. Like hashers are really into their attire. I've seen that. Is it mm -hmm. a bathrobe? Oh, some of them have That's bath a different robes. thing. Some of them do, but it's like a big. Um, it's like a Girl Asian, Scout vest, but it's a it's jacket. It's like an Asian jacket with big yeah. arms on it that right. they put all their patches on from all I the tunnels they've gone through. Well, and and yeah. patches is a whole other thing. But some people do have bathrobes and do that with that. So. Oh, okay. So I see. Patches are like hash currency. Like, um, you know, you often get patches as giveaways from groups you run with. People like to collect a patch from a group. I've um, seen a few of those show up in the house Yeah, recently. people also yeah. Um, make their own patch. <laughs> like that big one from the inaugural And probably. often there'll be a, a challenge you have to do to get someone's patch. So they'll make a patch that sort of is emblematic of 
their name. Right. And then they'll have some sort of challenge you have to do. Like, I think for one person, like Nemo had to hold me and we both had to drink. Well, you know, you have to hold yeah. someone and they have to drink. I mean, it's just silly yeah. things. Silly things. That's um, fun. And, uh, yeah. and we try to do silly things for our giveaways too, like tie people's hands behind their back when they drink and, you know, things like that for the headband. And, you know, just, and then eventually we'll have 69, which is an upside down down. Once okay. you get to 69, you and, to and if you have a kilt on, that's kind of a problem. Oh so, <laughs> but yeah, people hold your, you up in the air and then you drink your beer upside down. So then after it's anniversaries, um, we might have a naming. If we have someone who's eligible to be named uh, at our kennel, you get named after 10 runs and one hair. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the naming is really fun and unique because it's kind of an opportunity for the kennel to learn more about you. And what is your um, full name? My full name is Pebbles for Pussy. Pebbles for pussy. Because mm-hmm. girls don't am, have to pay for it. And I am grinding Nemo. And Nemo is a fish. Pebbles and is a Pebbles rock. Pebbles is a rock. So our baby was named Rockfish. Like a horse name. <laughs> and, and that, that uh, baby is at a lot of hash runs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got 38. 38. Yeah. yeah and so guy. the naming idea is at our group, we give you a questionnaire. A lot of groups don't do that, but um, it was kind of, since we had a lot of new hashers, it was kind of to give them an idea of like, you know, some questions and um, you know, you can be, what are examples of the questions? Um, there's stuff like, uh, and, and you can interpret it however you right. want. Um, the idea is we ask you, do you want a clean name, a kind of dirty name or just like a really dirty name? And that's unique to this kennel. Many don't give they a They don't damn. care. You they'll know, name you whatever they'll just they want. name you whatever they want but, we but we're trying to, to like i said we're trying to be inclusive you so. are, but you're also you're you're bringing this kennel up you're yeah. just you're like right. it's gonna be soft at first we're classy with a k yes it's gonna be soft <laughs> at first and then we're gonna have these flexible traditions that will get probably stricter down the road it'll be a little bit tighter <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll yeah. see but yeah there, there's questions there's basic questions like um you know your favorite superhero your favorite color your favorite song favorite farm animal play. favorite sesame street character you know silly things and then it can get some um, slightly inappropriate questions like, Oh, where were you your first time? Or do you and your partner invite friends to play? And then people get creative with that. Like someone from Martinsburg, um, we, it said, do you invite friends to play? And she put, no, no one wants to come to Martinsburg. And so, I mean, you know, you can be creative and tongue in cheek. (laughs) I see. Um, or you can just leave the questions blank. We don't care. It's kind of just to get you thinking. And and some people lay it all out there and then you get some really interesting name ideas. So I try and send out the questionnaire. Um, I try and get people to send me the questionnaire ahead of time. So I can send it out to the group and help them start brainstorming, um, which is also kind of unique. Because the group group together, I've been there for one. Yes. The group together comes up with the name through a voting process. Yes. So we read the questionnaire and then we'll ask the, the the naming recipient questions, ask them to tell us stories. Um, and then we'll send them away. And often if they have a significant other or a best buddy or whoever brought them to the hash, we'll be like, all right, so really give us the goods. And, you know, they'll tell us some more stories. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, then no. once we have all the stories, we start the brainstorming process and, like, just throw anything out yeah. there. And, um, and you know, the one you were at was Sheepasaurus. And I was – Sped and I were worried. We're like, oh, she's going to hate this name. But she was good-natured about it. I think I think, it was, I think it's partially because her husband's been a hasher for so long. She's cool with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, that um, I watched that unfold, and Sped was a little spun sideways because he wanted it to be a softer name, right? Because okay. I, for, I forget what I wanted it to be. Just, I wasn't. Anyway. I was watching um, the kid. It was huge. Was <laughs> the, oh, that oh, was yeah. in the hand motion with the name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about examples of these names because people who have never been out, right? I would love for them to hear what um, "clean to dirty" sounds like without. The one that you know I'm thinking of. 
without that one? Okay. Okay, we're leaving her out. Yes. My absolute (laughs) favorite hash name of all time is Clitterbox. I think that is just hysterical. Um, I named someone. Well, hold on. Let, I think, let's start I think, with easy, like clean ones, right? No, but I think we need to know what the background was. I, I actually, I don't even know her naming story. Right. I just, I met her, and I was like, Clitterbox, that's that, the best name ever. I, it's a good name, and but, that is part of it. It's fun, you know, for some people to have a good naming story and tell people. It, it sucks if you don't have a good naming story, um, but like, I named a guy. Uh, do you want to start with easy, like soft names and work up? It actually doesn't really matter. I think I think the backstory and how the name comes about yeah. is best. So why don't you use your name? Okay. So well, my story is not that great. Um, but I named a guy uh, Three Dykes You're Out, and it was because he was in a, a, a orgy with three girls, and uh, they they all left him out of the activities, and he had to watch. And there there was a baseball story um, in there too. Yeah. So we named him Three Dykes You're Out. <laughs> um, I named a girl. Um, she had. There was a story about there were cats in her basement, and she forgot that there were cats in the basement. And then there's something about a guy going down on her or something. But we named her ADT Amnesia down there. Yeah. Oh my God. And uh, I'll try to, because you never know if people want their naming stories put out there. So I'm gonna, I'm trying to think of people that don't run up here very often or don't care. Uh, yeah, or don't care. Well, there's like Camo Sutra. Um, she's in the military. And, um, and when asked her favorite sexual position, she said all of them. Yeah. Right. And uh, we almost named her um, Tickle Me Tyson because there's this thing if you tickle her, she automatically punches you. So that was the runner up. Okay. But um, yeah, those are some examples. What else? Uh... Trying to think of good. Yeah. So I, I get the impression that by the time you're being named, you've been in the crew long enough that you're kind of cool with the. Um... Oh, here's one. Yeah. There can be a sub name. Right. Like there's a appropriate in front of children name. Right. A great hash name, in my opinion, is one that has an alternative that you can use around children, around muggles, or in, in normal life. Yeah. Like for us, it, it works. Like Granny Nemo's pretty much a moderate name. Right. Granny's only slightly sexual. Nemo, you know, obviously is not a, a problem at all. Pebbles for Pussy, on the other hand, is a little more aggressive, although Pussy can be a cat also. But she can just shorten it to Pebbles, so it works well. Right. But some people, like there was a guy who was named... Um, well, there's Dick Noise. I mean, yeah. his full name is Did My Dick Just Make That Noise? Right. And so we call him Dick Noise. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you make that less. Uh. <laughs> there's a child whose name is What the Fart. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, What the Fart, because his first... Like curse word was what he said, the, what the yeah. f? And it, but he loved. There was something about farting. He loves fart. Oh, he he wanted to be named um, fart breath. What <laughs> something? Yeah. Because apparently um, one morning his his breath really smelled, and he said his breath smelled like farts, and so he yeah, wanted to be so. named fart breath. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we try we try and be very gentle. With how children. old is he? So he's eight. Yes. We named another. We named a girl. Hold on, in the group. hold on, hold on, dude. What I love about this though is that this eight year old. What the fart? <laughs> Participates in namings. He also yeah. wore his hash necklace to school, and um, uh, Fetchin said that she was a little concerned she was going to get a phone call, and said she was just going to pretend like she didn't know he wore it to school. Yeah, you know, it, it, <laughs> some parents. Sorry, Fetchin. <laughs> some parents choose to, you know, have their children uh, take them away before circle, which is cool. 
or they choose to leave them in. It just depends on, you know, what type of exposure you want to have. At the same time, when you were talking about the Tyrannosaurus sheep or whatever that one was. Sheepasaurus. 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 (laughs) There's a longer name to that, but see, that's our short version. Right, that's the short version. But um, there were children in the room, and the concern was we got to have it so that there's a name where the kids are cool with hearing the name. Right. And our kids are magically litigious. And And, uh, our kids had names before she did. Got to hash them all. Because he loves Pokemon. Pokemon. Got to catch them all. That's tight, too. Yeah. Yeah. What was her full name? Uh, Sheepasaurus Vag. Because remember, she said it was huge (laughs) when they're shaved. But she loves sheep. God damn Um, Seriously, people, when I when I'm at these these hash events, and Jenny claims it's four, I think I've been to five or six, um, but I crack up the entire yeah, it's pretty time, funny. whether I'm embarrassed or whether I, I it's just pandem it's group pandemonium, and when you're new, you don't understand why you aren't in the pandemonium yet. Yeah, and sometimes but it's hilarious. Nothing could be going right at circle, and you just enjoy the shit show. Like, oh, yes. it's, this is a freaking mess. You know, I love that part. <laughs> yeah. My my friend, just Chris, yeah. he knows that I love watching the train wreck. You yeah. have five runs. Yes, I have five. Okay, thank you. See Jenny. See, she's the onset, <laughs> so she knows. But I think that is an important aspect of it, though, is trying to make the new people feel welcome yeah. and comfortable because you don't want people just feeling like they're we sitting try. on the side, you know, feeling no, But it's hard, out. too. It's, it's a weird culture. Everybody, man. It yeah. is not for everybody. No. No. Like, singing, not for everybody. No. Um, it's kind of like rugby. It has an intersection of a lot of the similar traditions to rugby. Yeah. That is very, very true. The And that's the thing is that it's not, it's not for everybody because it's – they're singing, a little bit of dancing – there's some filth involved. There's Shiggy involved. And if you don't know that's coming, it's not coming. Right. It's not a straight run. Don't be thinking you're coming out and getting five miles because it's going to be like stop and go five miles. Or seven. True. Or, on how or many seven. Mistakes well, you and that is True. one thing that I think um, is a challenge for people who are training, for example. Like if you're, if you're expecting to come out and you say, I need five miles tonight, the hash is not the best place to, you know, get your training run in necessarily. I mean, we like it because for me, like, I am not sprinting unless I'm either trying to stay ahead of you or trying to catch you. So if I'm out running by myself, I'm running my, you know, regular pace. I'm but for me, it's myself. very motivating. Like, I run faster at the hash yeah, than I run anywhere. But, like, trying to, know? like, stay with the group or if you do the wrong trail and have to try and catch up <laughs> with everybody. Like, I mean, last night we only ran um, four and a half miles, I think. Yeah. My legs were sore this morning. And I mean, I ran seven miles on Monday by myself, and I was definitely not sore after that. Yeah. So yeah, you, you depends know, you on really how it goes. And like, like Sheriff, for instance, she uses it just as like a fun night off to just enjoy the act of running around. Because the, the idea mean? is kind of just the joy of running, like just yeah. getting back to and and you know not knowing where you're gonna go, and it just makes it fun. Me and the um, the Obi Wan, me and him took a, a false trail. That was a real dick move. It sent us. <laughs> really far from where you guys were yeah and um it, it was nice though and I, that's why i like running at the hash runs because i can actually just go out and just do my normal slow tempo jog yeah. and i'm not getting sore but i can get behind and uh in the end i do get some nice slow miles with a little bit of climbing a little bit of stop and go and that's that's fun that's yeah. great and it's it, it it tickles the mind also but when you're hashing i think i've only hashed once that's like sprinting. 
That's the jam. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed um, the uh, herring. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so when you're herring. Yeah, when I was oh, herring, yeah. I got to like go out and like run hard. Because you're always worried. You're like, oh, they're coming. <laughs> yeah, like Jenny called me at one point, and she's like, where are you? I said, where am I? I am hauling ass. <laughs> I was in the seven minute miles at one point trying to yeah. catch up to where she wanted me to be by a Those certain Those damn time. FRBs, man. Man, I was screaming fast. <laughs> and uh, I, I got to her within minutes. But it was um, – look, dude, it, it, is, it is really fun. And you got to like – you got to be cool. Like, and, and I think that – You got to have yeah. thick skin and, and, in a and, lot and of groups. I think what's crucial is pre-lube. Yeah. Is that what you call it, pre-lube? <laughs> yeah, man. For me, it is like – Sometimes I don't feel like RAing, you know. It just doesn't come naturally. And if I have a drink or something, you know, then then you're loosen up, loosen up, man. Yeah, you know? it, I think if someone was to come to hash, and you're uh, an experienced runner, meaning you know how to jog and you know how to run fast and you know how to be cool, have two beers before prelude, and you'd be like, <laughs> okay, okay, Dude, this is pretty cool. When we were. In our 20s in D.C., we would, like, run to the metro, run to the hash, run the hash, and run home. And we would be, like, having a good old time, you right. know, because we would pre-leave at home, man. That's how I ended up having man. a drink out of my shoes. Because that's why we weren't driving, you know? Well, <laughs> I, one time I did, I did a muggle run earlier in the day and was wearing my good shoes. And then we started drinking, and I forgot to take off my good shoes. And I actually warmed the hash, and they looked brand new. And so we ended up having to drink out of our shoes. And there is a transition that happens for virgins, too. Like, when she went, when Pebbles went to her first run, I remember... Her first trail, she would not go through this puddle. There was a puddle, and she wouldn't go through it. And and we've done things like swim across the Potomac and stuff since then, you know? Right. So, so it takes time. And once you're in it, and you're in the thrill of the chase, I was talking to Sheriff about this. You know, sometimes it feels very natural, like the tribe, like on the hunt right. you know what i mean sometimes it just feels like the, well, place the be. best part is when you get like a group of people you're really working together to solve yeah. trail and you really get this camaraderie built yeah. up because you know you're having to when like you're out there you know? you know communicate and work together to solve it and it, it yeah. makes it really fun ha- do you catch the hair it's happened but this group it's harder because we made it easier a for longer the hair. time right yeah and some groups what are happens when you catch the hair in some groups you pull you, down their pants you pull down their shorts uh-huh. You pants them right. in some groups. Now, others, you just tag them or even just seeing them, you know, it's a faux pas. And it depends on if they're eagle. And, you know, there's all this cultural stuff where people have debates, hash debates, you know, where like, oh, well, they were the turkey hair and you were an eagle, so it doesn't count. Or you, they we were eagle hair and you were a turkey. No, no, it's in my list of definitions. Oh, it's, yeah. It's going to so come down eventually. Eagle is the long trail. Turkey is the short trail. But the joke is T stands for tough and E stands for easy. So you screw up virgins. <laughs> but uh, the, the main but idea is the uh, most kennels have a runner trail and a walker trail and the walker trail is the short trail and the runner trail is the long trail mm-hmm. and when we started the uh, hangover hash in dc we didn't like the perception that you had to walk the short trail and you had to run the long trail because maybe you want to do a short run maybe you want to do a long walk and so um at is, hangover, is the short trail set easier not necessarily. It's it's. It can be inversed on Shiggy, but generally, generally the shorter trail easier. is easier. Okay. Generally. Um. Usually, at most groups, the shorter trail is probably kind of stroller friendly. Um. Maybe. Not Are necessarily. there back checks but, and like false yeah, trails? Yeah. I mean, solving be. the trail is still complicated. It depends but on how detail oriented the hair is, though. Some hairs don't put much effort into their short trail. It's just kind of like an afterthought. Right. But other hairs, they put like 
bro. Everything. You know? My first one yeah, with man. you guys. Yeah. Turkey was so crazy hard. Yeah. I decided to go my own way. Find <laughs> well, my way that to was, you on your that first was our, that, was? that was our second trail ever. And, and those we had were, we had veteran yeah. hashers that were from another kennel that you know maybe weren't quite as on board with us having a whole yeah. lot of new hashers. They wanted to. Dude, they said hardcore. they would go easy, but they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was, was I would say of all of our trails, that was definitely in the top five for shigginess. Yeah, and, I agree. And difficulty. I enjoyed the waterfall. Though. Just from my personal. Like listen, people. It is not like this every time, okay? And when I describe what this experience was like, I don't want people to think, oh, my God, it's impossible because it's never been like that since. But, <laughs> but summer's coming. I mean, summer is coming. <laughs> yeah, look. Um, that was, um, it was just for a shiggy level. Tell me that was a high number on the chart. I, I, give they, that put, a six I think or they put seven. six or seven, something yeah. like what that. What do you put that at? Um, based on what I heard about Turkey, here's another problem. Veteran hares that trusted all trails instead of scouting a portion of all trails. What's all trails? So alltrails.com is a source. Oh, the website. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know if that was terminology. And, and they, they, That's a muggle thing. They were being lazy and they didn't check. They didn't know, like I said, they didn't recon their you gotta turkey. Scout your trail. They did their eagle, but they didn't do their turkey shortcut. And they just trusted all trails. And that got... You know, there wasn't really a trail there. You know? Right. Yeah, it sounded like Turkey was actually probably yeah, a little worse. Turkey was than harder Eagle than Eagle because it sounded situation. like like a sheriff and Pebbles and a lot of the Eagles had a great time. Yeah, they had a fast and, run. And, and then wow. the, the yeah, sheriff turkeys, was like running down the hill screaming. She was like, yeah. yeah. And then right. I, I think uh, you and uh, Pissed Off and a few others were like, oh my God, Eagle was horrible. Our Turkey was horrible. Yeah. I was with the uh, the beard. Yeah. And the lady with the walking sticks who doesn't have walking sticks anymore. That's Pride, Prejudice, and Pissed Off. Yeah, she's Pride, a good runner. Pred, what? Pride, Prejudice, and Pissed Off. <laughs> yeah, she's an English major, right? She, she brings her sticks when there might be some terrain. I got gotcha. Just for steadiness. She's so a very I, strong woman, so it, it's, it's fitting. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, oof, it was my... Anyways. It was my first time, and it was the wrong day to be there, I think. For... Well, especially when you're new. And, yeah. And yeah. I didn't know... like. Jenny didn't tell me to wear pants. <laughs> I wore really tiny running shorts. She just shorts. likes you without pants. Totally. <laughs> um, okay. So we've gotten through some of the naming, and I wanted to go more in detail on that, but if, if the backstories aren't something you really talk about much, I get it. But the um, It just depends on the person. You know, you just don't want to step on toes too much. Is, I mean, is, we can is, tell our story. Is the, it's is not... the Star Wars one, is that a... Um, which one? The Star Wars one. Is that a dirty Obi -Wan one? Can yeah. Blow me. Oh god, I'm I didn't know. Oh, you know, <laughs> he just he loves Star Wars. Yes. So we had this whole list of. I didn't uh, know that's what his name was. Like one of the name <laughs> ideas. One that comes to mind was Return of the Brown Eye, which was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and there were a bunch of funny ones. Like we were gonna, uh, a running joke for him in Muggle life is "fuck you, oh. so and so." So we were going to mm -hmm. name him Fuck You Jar Jar because like he's the most hated fair. character That's, from yeah. Star Wars. Right. But um, so we had all these names. It was really fun. And, and I think he really enjoyed that we found a Star Wars name for him. Absolutely. So he is Obi-Wan Can Blow Me. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because the goal is for people to like their names. Like yeah. Some yeah. Groups, That's our goal. Some groups, they don't care. They're just going to name you whatever they but think is funny. But we have seen at some groups where someone gets a horrible name and, and they, they never coming. come back. 
you know, and you don't want that. Yeah, that's, so that's, we want you to like your name. We want you to be proud of your name. Yeah, right. Because yeah. that's who you are. And I mean, some groups do renamings, but I mean, once I you have all I, your, you have Gensh, your name. you know, all your stuff with all your names on, right. you don't really yeah. want to rename it. So. Right. Definitely not. So okay, somebody who's been listening to this entire podcast is probably like so turned around three times. They're like, "What? What the hell? Fuck! <laughs> this is insanity." I say so. Ultimately, what it is, it's a it's similar to Bros and Bras, but it's global. You can travel from town to town and find your above ground or underground um, hashing group, and you can pretty much fit right in. Um, on a global scale, which is absolutely incredible and awesome. And some of the songs translate. And if you come to 10, you get a name. And if you've been to 10, by then you know some of the words of some of the songs. If you come to 20, I bet you really know some of the songs. And some groups don't name you. They don't even have names, the old school ones. And some, yes. you have to go to 100 to get it's crazy. And some don't have formal naming. They'll just like, if you do something stupid, they'll give you a name. You just yeah, have to go so along enough. A very disorganized organization. You know, like, yeah, it's all over the place. I was trying to make it sound organized. <laughs> okay. It's organized chaos. So what do you think we've missed? Have we missed anything that we need to share? Um, so we said it's a drink club with Ryan Prom. That's kind of the global tagline for it. Um, there are international events around the world. Like what? Um, they are called interhashes, and um, they can be United States interhash. There's even a, a West Virginia interhash. Uh, there's um, well, there's West Virginia interhash, North other... American interhash, and then there's Inter-Americas, world yeah. Americas, and there's world hash once a year. World hash. Um, it's it's like a it's like an Olympics bidding process where different cities bid yeah. on the ability to host right. interhash. Different kennels, different kennels in... bid, not cities. Yeah, different kennels. Last year it was in Scotland. Uh, that might have been Eurohash. Yeah, that was Eurohash. I'm not hash. sure. I'm sorry. But we haven't, it's in Trinidad unfortunately, because, you know. Hold on. We just, haven't just, had the opportunity to go to a lot of them yet. Just hold the phone. <laughs> who's deciding? Like, who's in charge? Is there somebody in charge? I think there's a committee that runs the World Hash. Yeah, and then works. sometimes, I've heard of, there's like black sheep versions, like when they don't agree, and then like there'll be two of them, you know? Because there is really no central body you know but there's a general consensus this is the inner hash for this year um but unfortunately you know we're still you know working and you know paying off debt and stuff so we haven't gone to a lot of them but some of the old timers they go to all of them like fiji and what? and uh Scotland, and I mean, these are huge events they're they amazing like Ten thousand people, people yeah. you know and they'll have um like on a single day there might be 10 different trails right, and they'll bus people interests. to different do these trails. cities know these hashers are coming i'm because sure for a, something of that level they have to work and some with. of them yeah they do do a, there's a las vegas or a, um not las vegas a new orleans red dress run yeah and that and one that's is a muggly that's very a muggly muggle red dress run like people who aren't hashers participate in that too but it is put on by the new orleans hash but it is open completely to the public and they get like 3,000 people or something. Red dress, dress runs are kind of common. Oh, we need um, to talk about that. Like um, there's a DC red dress run. That was um, the first, right? That was the first, I think. Yeah. And um, there's, um, what else? There's often white dress runs when people get married. But the whole dress run came out of a woman who was trail treasure, like you were. And um, she was picked up along the way, and she was wearing a red dress, and it became like a thing. And, and they our, named her the Lady in Red. Our that friends, like Snot and Hard Drive, um, 
Roto, um, some of the old timers were some of the original red dress, yeah, um, uh, hairs. And it became a huge thing across the world um, wow. as a hash tradition. And everyone, guys and girls, wear red dresses. Um, and we might do a dress run up here. For our AGM. Um, we don't want to do a red dress because they do it in D.C. Um, but when we started hashing, there were a 1,000 people going to the D.C. red dress run. And it ebbs and flows. Like last year was only like 200. But it's quite a thing. That sounds like quite a thing. Yeah. Okay, so for the dub three h3 for out here right what areas do you cover okay so um i kind of like to have a defined territory i think it's nice since we have adjacent kennels like hillbilly uh shit which is so happy it's tuesday hash house harriers um old frederick hash house Harriers. so i kind of wanted to have a defined territory so we decided we were going to be hashing just the tip of West Virginia and surrounding enclaves. So we're so, Jefferson County and within 10 miles. So we are Jefferson miles. County and within 10 miles. So that includes, you know, like Martinsburg all the way up almost to like Williamsport, maybe halfway or um, Funkstown and then Boonesboro. <gasps> we should have a funky 70s trail Yeah, we should Funkstown. totally do a funk. See, the themes and all that, man. <laughs> um, Lovettsville, where we were yesterday, uh, which is within 10 miles. We do as the crow flies. Um, all the way down to Purcellville and then the northern half of Winchester. So that's like the loop around. So like Inwood and everything, but mainly Usually. Jefferson County. I would say 80% of trails are Most in Jefferson Most of our County. trails are either in Martinsburg, Charlestown, Ranson, Harpers Ferry kind yeah, of area. Yeah. Okay. So if you're in that listening, if you're in that area, this is the hash group for you. <laughs> you don't have to. Just come try it. Try you, anything once. Yeah. Or twice. The first time you might be freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Next time, just drink more beer. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, this is it, it's a really fun group. Like I guess I've been five times, which was um, clarified. And I'm trying to get to my naming, which is ten. It'll take me probably five more weeks. Sure. <laughs> so, It'll probably take me like a, a while. Like I probably like when did you start it? What month? Uh, June. Yeah. June, so you come up on one year. And you're I pretty will, busy will, in the summer. I will most likely have my naming at the one-year mark. It took me that long to get it. <laughs> we Challenge can name you at AGM. <laughs> right. What, I don't know what... Uh... AGM is the annual general meeting. Some groups do it on the weekends. I, we're thinking about doing it on a Wednesday, um, but it's like where you celebrate the year and Jeez. you transition Group, mismanagement. Groups are run by mismanagement. Nemo, and so oh, there's so much. I know, I know. Culture. We've been throwing out a lot of these Crazy like culture. managerial sort of names. So you have mismanagement, and mismanagement is comprised of the JMs, which are the joint masters. They're the ones that are sort of in charge, loosely. Um, we have um, OnSec, which is our person who does sign-in. We have the scribe, who we talked about before, that collects violations. And then at the end, and, they write... And they write the story. Yeah, yeah. at the end... Um, um, the scribe will write up at our group we call it the hashology so it's basically like a synopsis of what happened for anyone who missed it yep and then um we have uh, mo uh our group is a little more simplistic we tried to keep it more running oriented not so complicated but other groups have a haberdasher who's the person who sells wares such as like t-shirts sure. with their logos yeah and, stuff like and we that. might get to that um, right and then um you have your ras who run the circle um, you have what some else? groups have beer meisters. Some Dude. groups have beer vans. You guys, Did you know that? You guys. But the but the every year there's an AGM, which is an annual general meeting, and that's when you transition to another group of leadership. And you so guys, that's what's coming in June? Are 
out of control. <laughs> like there's so much going on that this is why bros didn't get into it. Um, I want you to talk about where you can find out more information online again while I go open the door for somebody. <laughs> All right. So, again, if you would like to come out to Wild and Wonderful Wednesday Hash House Harriers, this will be like one of your commercials on your podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. man. <laughs> uh, check out tinyurl.com backslash w3hash. Um, from there, you can find links to our Google group, our meetup group and our Facebook group, or just go to meetup and Facebook and type in wild and wonderful Wednesday. Also for the DC DC region, for the DC region, you will find a link on that website for dchashing.com, which shows 18 to 20 something kennels from the DC metropolitan area, which Jefferson County is actually part of it. That's awesome. Surprisingly, we're the only West Virginia County. We get locality pay. Yeah, we get locality pay. (laughs) And, and, um, So, so you can hash every day of the week if you work in D.C. If you want to go out, you know, for a drink and a run after uh, after work. So, but if you want to hash just the tip, just the tip, that would be right that's here. That's us, right here, baby. And, and if you come to our group and mention this podcast, I got your, just the your tip. first trail's free. Oh, so perfect! Come come to Wild and Wonderful Wednesday Hash House Harriers and mention the beard, and we'll yeah. give you a free trail. Yeah, if you mention uh, breaking it down. Brackens. Oh, you guys are Your ridiculous. trail will be free. You guys are ridiculous. Heads up, people. It's okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> if we haven't missed, I mean, here's the deal. I know we missed a lot because there, there is, is so much. So much. Oh um, just so you know, people, we will. I'm going to ask them to submit uh, definitions to some of the words that they dropped on us, like violations, ranging, zenning, are you blessing the hairs, <laughs> 33609 racist, new shoes, turkey eagle, FRB, FBI, shaggy, DFL, in circle, downtown. So, whatever, dude. This is it's a really wicked, steeped in tradition kind of group. So, um, if you're in Bros and Bras, I bet you know somebody who's been, and uh, you can get some feedback there. And then you, I think you, sh- everybody should enjoy it. And if you're nervous, crush two beers prior to prelude. <laughs> right, let me write down that prelude. Pre prelude. Um, it's called pre prelude. Oh yeah, we need pre prelude. Yeah. But I mean, loosen up, man. And then and like, don't plan on running fast. Don't plan on running far. It's kind of a walk, jog, run. Or run fast and solve all our. And checks of course, <laughs> if you're like some of our friends that don't drink, that's cool, man. We're cool with yeah, it. Yeah. We just want to hang out. I actually don't drink hardly at all at the down down events at the end, which is the end circle. Right. Right. And then at the very end, we sing "Almost Heaven." Yeah, that's right. And that we all tradition. cheers. Yeah. So you have to cheer everyone at the table. So we should do that now, right? Oh yes, definitely. All right. <laughs> all right. Pebbles. Almost do we need Nemo? Heaven. Oh my God. West gosh. Virginia. Get out of guys. Blue Ridge Mountains. River. Get rockfish. Cheers. All right, that's enough. That's where I, this is where I faded out. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for being on the Break It Down for Brackets podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. That was great. One of my friends from the Leadership West Virginia program, Rob Passmore, is this year's race director for the Poco River 15K. The Poco River 15K is West Virginia's oldest road race, and this year it is held on May 2nd. Poco is just a few miles north of Charleston, West Virginia. This year's course is the same as the older course uh, because the new bridge has been built and they can run across the bridge and complete the loop. If you want to learn more about this 15K, which comes out to 9.3 miles, you can look it up, Poca, P-O-C-A, River Run, on facebook.com 
or Poca River Run on runsignup.com. Have you heard of Bracken's painting? I started Bracken's painting back in 2011. We do both residential and commercial painting. We have contractors licenses in West Virginia and Virginia, and we carry all the necessary insurances like workers' comp, general liability. Uh, we operate a small staff that focuses on meeting the homeowner's needs and project manager's timeline expectations. Uh, we, pri we try to have exceptional attention to detail. If you're interested in doing any sort of commercial or residential painting, please contact Bracken's Painting. More information can be found at www.brackenspainting.com. Today's intro song is called Mean in a Good Way. It's written and performed by Peter Clark off of his album, Peter Clark After Dark. Peter, <laughs> Peter describes this song as being the best song to learn hula hooping to. Peter is an avid hooper and recently started a hula hoop repair business. If you ever need hula hoop repair, consider contacting Peter. You can reach him on SoundCloud. Just search Peter Clark After Dark.